Winchester 911. What is the address of your emergency? Okay, tell me exactly what happened. Hold on just a moment while I get them on the way. Do you want me to stay on the phone? Yes, hold on just a moment. I'm going to give you CPR instructions. They're pulling up outside. They're just going to get some stuff and come in. Just keep going until they take over. Welcome to part two of the Rouse Review, our City Works portion of the show. Uh, I'm still your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and Amy Simmons is still the communications director. And I'm still giggling. You're still giggling. Uh, so let's uh, let's cut right to it. We've got an important guest who needs to get back to the Emergency Communications Center. Okay, and welcome. We have our guest with us. Yay! Why don't you introduce yourself? My name's Terry Malott, and I work in the Emergency Communications Center for the city. All right, so Emergency Communications Center. We call it the ECC around City Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh for the layman out there, it's 911, right? Right. So you work for 911. Although it sounds kind of funny. No one works for 911. No. <laughs> no. But it's oh, you service. work at 911. It's not even a place, it's a Mm-mm. service, it's a number, but I, think... I just tell people I answer phones for a living. <laughs> there you go. Dispatcher is another <laughs> common. <clears throat> dispatcher. I'm a dispatcher, but even that, you know, you could be a dispatcher for like the Amazon warehouse yeah. or something. <laughs> you you dispatch uh, pretty important people. Uh, in very sensitive situations because it's 911. Mm-hmm. So um, how long have you been with the city? How long have you been doing this? Um, I'm 19 years in, and wow. the September will be my 20th anniversary. Wow. Good Lord. So you have been doing, and you've been a dispatcher the entire time? Yes. So that is impressive. It is so impressive. It is very impressive because, you know, I, I know, I don't think a lot of people realize how easy it is to burn out in this profession Mm -hmm. and how um quickly how you know someone might enter into the field uh and within six months we we have people that don't even make it through training yes Mm -hmm. Uh, and you've been at it for 20 years what is the success rate typically i don't i don't expect you to (laughs) rattle off figures but it's common right Uh, very. Uh, when we get trainees in, mm-hmm. if we get three or four of them, maybe one will make it. And, okay. Wow. And if they can make it to five years, that's awesome. That's incredible. That's and you've awesome. made it to 20. <laughs> Just a special breed. That, yeah, yeah. What do you think it – that's a great point. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think it takes? What kind of personality traits? We have all different kinds of personality traits in the mm-hmm. center. I think the underlying thing is to care about people mm-hmm. and want to help them, despite the fact that you're not always appreciated. Mm-hmm. And for me, the people out on the street, the guys that I'm dispatching and girls, mm-hmm. to make sure they go home safe, mm-hmm. that's the number one thing for me is just yeah. making sure that happens. So you got to really be strong emotionally. Yeah, I don't. I could not handle that. You're getting phone calls from people yeah. that are all having really bad days. No one's ever calling up nine one one just saying, "Hey, it's all cool." <laughs> like, thanks. Hey, just calling up, see how you're doing, Miss Malott. Like, no, it's not a. You're getting people that are having should, the worst day you, of their life. Worst day yeah. of their we life. Oh, yeah. So. Hopefully it is for their sake. Then but. you're sending your coworkers and the people you work with into dangerous situations mm-hmm. potentially. Yes. Yeah, because you see, I don't, I don't. Folks might not. And it's different in every jurisdiction where the dispatch center is in relation to the officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, larger jurisdictions, yeah, you might not get a chance to really know a lot of the officers in the field. You know a number or a unit. Uh, but here, I mean, we're small enough that you know all our police officers. Yeah, we know the officers, and 
they're really good. You know, we know when they're having children, they've got small kids at home. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, because it is a small area, their wife or mm-hmm. significant other will work in the city or yeah. will be mm-hmm. familiar with them too. Yeah. So it makes it a lot more personal. And it's not just police. I should. It's fire and rescue as well. Mm-hmm. So we, yes. you guys dispatch really based on the, well, I'm not going to try to yeah. explain it. You explain it. How, so call comes in. Uh, hey, I've got a Amy. Give me a give me a common uh, heart attack. Amy Simmons is having a heart attack. <laughs> she calls I had to work in with him. and she <laughs> easy. Uh, Amy Simmons calls in. Oh, my chest really hurts. I've got shortness of breath. Where are you at? That is the most important thing. That mm-hmm. piece of information we need to know, so I can send you somebody. Else. I'm at I'm at one two three communications lane. <laughs> What happens next? I'm going to verify that, and then I'm going to start questioning. We have an emergency medical dispatch Mm -hmm. program that we go through. Um, People get frustrated with us sometimes because we're asking basic questions. Are they awake? Mm -hmm. Are they breathing? Yeah. And they're just saying, send somebody. Just Mm -hmm. send somebody. And they don't understand. I need to know what code to use to send somebody to you. Talk about those codes. So how many codes do you have to... Oh, they can't see your facial expression right now, <laughs> but it's not good. Uh, um, you've got a lot of codes. What are the codes? Um, the codes is the call type that we have to use. Okay. Um, for police, it's a lot more basic. But for fire and rescue, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. And the priority which with they respond yeah. is based on that code. So the quicker you can answer our questions for us, you know, if they're having chest mm-hmm. pains, if they have a cardiac history, are they having difficulty breathing? Yeah. We have to go through all those, plus the extra added codes mm-hmm. because or um, questions because of COVID. Yeah. So, but once we get that, then we got people on the way to you. I'm going to yeah. go through an aspirin diagnostic and see if we can, you mm. know, start giving the aspirin to her to help her before the paramedics get yeah. there. So, it's <laughs> does the does the code also help determine what equipment they need to bring or pe- yes, personnel? Yes, it determines if you're getting just a medic if you're getting a medic with the fire truck if you're getting the mm-hmm. battalion chief responding also mm-hmm. and also if they're responding emergency or non-emergency yeah all right let's do another scenario <laughs> this is fun um all right i'm the caller you're the dispatcher all right uh how do you answer what is the address of your emergency uh, i'm standing on an intersection of jubal early and south loudon jubal early and loudon yep i just saw a car accident is anybody injured? I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to go over and see. Okay. I'm going to ask you, is there any smoke is or fire, fluids leaking? Yes. There's a d- bunch of fluids leaking and there's smoke coming from the engine. All right. And are the people able to get out of the vehicle? I'm not sure. I'm going to walk over right now. All right. And while you're doing that, we're getting fire and rescue on the way. Mm-hmm. Police officers How are sent. you doing that? So that's, that's another thing. I've, yeah. I've watched a few. Every time I've done a quote-unquote ride-along, even though we're not riding anywhere. I've sat in on, you know, in dispatch centers. It's always fascinating that you're doing, like, five things at once. <laughs> so we're going to pause this scenario for a second. You, you've you got this caller in the line. That guy is probably doing something dumb. Uh, me. <laughs> and he's going to go over and try to be the hero and pull people out of a, a car accident. Sam. What do you – you're trying to talk to that person. At the same time, you're trying to get the units there. How are you doing that? I'm going to ask you to please be patient and hold while I'm getting them on the way. Okay. That way, 
and you understand why there's mm-hmm. silence. Got that it. I'm not ignoring you. I've Got not it. hung up on you. Like you said, I'm doing five other things at the same time. Got it. So hopefully they are understanding. A lot of times they just keep talking, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to listen to you while I'm talking to the, on the radio just so I can pick up on Got those it. extra things. And so you're listening to me out of one ear, you're the units you're dispatching out of the other, and you're typing at the same time, right? Because you're having code to put this into a system. <laughs> yes. Talk about the system. Like you've got a big, it's a very it's complicated, elaborate, elaborate <laughs> you know, uh, it's um, our We just CAD call it the system. CAD. The CAD. Which is computer-aided dispatching, mm-hmm. and it just helps us out. It will tell us who to send, um, once we put the address in and the code. Mm-hmm. Also, for the new people coming in that haven't done this, once you put the code in, it pops up with little key questions to make mm. sure that you're getting that information. Got it. So, Do you have it. all those memorized by these 20 years? Not all of them because okay. they keep changing yeah. one us every once in a while. Uh, well, <laughs> that's true. Got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> all right, so back to the call. So I, you have uh, dispatched. Someone's on the way. I'm walking over to the car and I'm, I'm going to, I see somebody in the car. Uh, they seem to be uh, awake or, or somewhat awake. I'm going to pull them out through the window. Unless they're in immediate danger, please don't move them. <laughs> Got it. There you go. Um, uh, what is we, the, how do you, so let's say, and I'm not going to try to be a hysterical person on this, <laughs> but let's say the person is hysterical in any situation, you know, though, whether they've witnessed an accident or whether they're just in their home and they're having a, you know, an emergency, how do you deal with the really like uh, amped up or Emotional. hysterical folks? Yeah, mm-hmm. repetitive persistence is the term that we use. Repetitive you just persistence. calm voice and you repeat the same thing over and over. Mm. Tell me where you're at, please. Mm-hmm. I need you to tell me where you're at. I'm going to send you help, but tell me where you're at until we get that information. Fascinating. So, so there's a, and so the calmer you stay, hopefully that calms them down. Calms too. them. Got it. So once you've gotten, uh, once they're off the line and, you know, let's say it was a really emotional call, you know, that let's say there was a, you know, somebody had, pa- somebody had passed or, you, you just got, you're, you're drained, right? How do you guys cope with that? Like, what do you, what things do you have in place to make sure that your own mental health and the mental health of your dispatchers is still cared for? Well, the city has done great strides in trying to help us um, with giving us mm-hmm. Leslie at the police department mm-hmm. that's always there if you do need to talk to her. And mm-hmm. I know for me, it's just my faith plays a big part in it hmm. knowing that whatever's happened god was in control of that okay. and everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. which i try to you know practice in my own life gotcha and to me that's helps me to calm down yeah. and yeah. a lot of prayer sometimes mm-hmm. just asking him to help me let things go yeah because i am a very emotional mm-hmm. person got it yeah and so there are times that it's harder to let yeah. things go. Well, that's good. I mean, everyone needs mm. their uh, their way in which they can cope and process. Yes. So Absolutely. interesting. So um, it is Emergency Communications yeah. Month week. Second Sorry. second week in April. The second week in April. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a good opportunity for all of us to 
you know, I, I think, you know, aside from listening to things like this and becoming a little more aware of how it works and, um, you know, you, you should take a, take a little bit of time to learn how it, uh, learn the process, learn the role because, uh, dispatchers, you know, they're, they're not out there in front. We give, we give a ton of well-deserved attention to our police officers and our firefighters because, you know, they, they're the ones uh, who are, you know, their lives are on the line and, you know, and all that. But you guys are, play a huge role in making sure that they get home safely, to your point. Um, but also, you know, as we talked about, it, there is a toll, there's a stress, you know, that this places on the dispatchers too, because you're being confronted with really, you know, upset people. Um, we don't have, and it's why it's hard to get people into the profession. It's hard to keep them in the profession. It so is. we have openings right now, is my we understanding. Uh, we're hiring for, and we've got a retention, uh, hiring bonus mm -hmm. that I believe we put in place. Yes. Are you familiar with that amount? I don't have a dollar amount off. Is it 2,500 or 1,000? 2500 and 1000 if you recommend somebody and then they get hired. That's right. It's an employee referral program. Yeah, yes. So, mm -hmm. But that's just eligible for city employees. Mm -hmm. So any of the city <laughs> employees that listen to this, uh, it's 1000 bucks in it if you know somebody that could be a dispatcher. But <laughs> anybody that applies and sticks through the process and becomes one of our dispatchers, it's a $2,500 signing bonus. Yes. And we're hiring just dispatchers now? Are we hiring... Do you have any supervisory? Well, supervisors, they would be hired from elsewhere or from within. But yeah, you have to have five years of experience years to come experience. in as a supervisor. Um, okay. Our supervisor staff is fully staffed at this oh, time good. until good. she gets that other position. That oh, right, right. Running. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> making a few few changes there. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we're uh, adjusting the pay scale a little bit is my understanding. And, of course, if this budget passes, there's going to be, you know, a bump for everybody. So uh, go to our website if you're interested in, uh, in doing this. What else, anything that I've missed, what else is important for people to know about being a dispatcher? I think um, totally off from not being a dispatcher, mm -hmm. um, but people don't realize we're not considered public safety personnel either. Really? How is that possible? I consider that. <laughs> Through yeah. the state, we are actually considered clerical workers. Oh, um, so that's we crazy. have to do the entire 30 years oh. instead of. Huh. So. That's. They are weird. in the process of trying to get that change through the state, which I think would be a great yeah. benefit and, yeah. a, you know, would help people to stay. Yeah. That's a state thing, not a city thing, people. Yes. No, Don't blame the city. Thing. Thank you. That Thank makes you. zero sense because they're providing advice to those callers we're, and yeah we always say we're the first first responders yeah, yeah. because you're walking people through cpr and mm -hmm. instructions to keep it yeah people alive yes. before and, and it's frustrating to us because people will call in oh there's a wreck and we're like do you see the fire truck there mm -hmm. we sent them <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just but a lot of people don't realize that that's a really good so. point yeah. And they, they do more than just emergency, too. I mean, you're answering other kind of calls. Yes, we do mm -hmm. all business lines. Um, at the same time, we're working on warrant entries, mm -hmm. running criminal histories. Yeah, and yeah that's it. Thank you. Before, so one other interesting tidbit before we wrap up, because I know you got to get back. Uh, so, officer, when we've talked a lot about your interactions with people who are calling 911. 
But what about your interaction with fire or with police? You know, tell me a little bit about the types of things that you, uh, as a dispatcher, what requests are you getting from our police officers per se? What requests? Yeah. So they, so they're, Um, they're they're behind a vehicle. Mm -hmm. They're in the field. Uh, what kind of questions do they ask you? What, what do you do for them in that case? Well, if they're on a traffic stop, depending on if they're able to, they can run their own information if they have their mobiles, but mm-hmm. if their mobiles aren't working, we're running the people they come in contact, we're making sure that there's no wants on them or that you know, they're not wanted by any other agencies. Mm-hmm. We're looking up addresses, finding out where people live so they can go and try to you know, make contact with people. Mm-hmm. It's they need backup or more yes, personnel. If they need backup. Yeah. They need anything. We're sending that. We're making phone calls for them, getting key holders for mm-hmm. you know both sides, and and that nine that not nine one one but the non emergency number is constantly ringing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And during the day, you're doing a lot of transferring. We are the main number for the police department, so oh, wow. we're transferring to records, transferring to property, transferring to admin. Wow. And that's why. A lot of people get frustrated because they're like, well, I called the non-emergency line, but they don't understand when we're going, do you have an emergency? I need you to hold yeah. and putting them on hold because of the fact there could be five 911 lines ringing if there's an accident yeah. in a major intersection Yeah, and we've got two people working. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. How, many, how many people do we normally have in the dispatch center in the ECC? We like to have three, okay. um, one for to handle all the police radio, one for the mm-hmm. fire rescue, one for the phone calls. Mm-hmm. That will be the first one to take phone calls. But we're all answering the phones at any given time. Gotcha. So thank you. I know you got to get back, so uh, so we'll wrap it up. Um, but thank you very much. Uh, everybody out there, if you see or if you know somebody that's a dispatcher, pass along your gratitude. Mm-hmm. Say thank you. Absolutely. It is Emergency Communications Week. Tell them thank you, and thank you for coming in and spending a little time with us. You're welcome. Thank now you, get Terry. back to answering phones. I will. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So there goes Terry. Terry's going right back to work. In, the, in a hurry. Yeah. She's telling <laughs> us on the way out that uh, this week is actually emergency communications mm-hmm. uh, week. Appreciation week, I think, is called. Emergency communications appreciation. It's either appreciation or recognition, one of those. Awareness. Awareness. I don't think it's awareness. It's one of those. It's got a week. It's It's got a special week. It's got a special week. And uh, they get to, uh, as a reward or a a little benefit, uh, they get to wear what they want. They get to dress up. And she's so excited. And she's excited because she gets to wear her pajamas, Uh uh, which is fantastic. So it's her favorite day of the year. Favorite day of the year. And I can get that. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. If I could wear my pajamas to work, I would. Um, (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah, probably immediately elicit some type of complaint. But um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Terry's uh, Terry's awesome. She is so not knowledgeable. I don't know how she does it. Twenty yeah. years. Well, twenty years. I mean, that's. I would have had a nervous breakdown multiple times by now. Yeah, you would. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, me too. I think I. I think after a while, it's hard to. It's hard to not get jaded. Mm-hmm. I think you know you I hear would. you hear just bad stuff every yeah. day, all day. And I can't departmentalize compartmentalize is that the word you can departmentalize things but you're talking about compartmental compartmental i can't whatever the word is i can't do it because i well, it is compartmentalized okay so you're aware <laughs> i <just laughs> learned a new word so i cannot do that i would oh, just be putting yeah. myself in that person's shoes or i'd be taking yeah. it home or it's yeah. just i can't do it yeah be 
too much, too much. So uh, thankfully, we have people like Terry. Uh, who do a great job. Mm -hmm. And if you, again, if you're interested in... I know we've talked about how hard this job is, but <laughs> it's incredibly rewarding as well. And important. Uh, and important. So uh, come, if you're interested, uh, go to the city's website and uh, apply. And they're a great group to work with. They have a lot of fun, even though they have to deal with all those yep. hard-to-take situations. Exactly. They do. They are a big family, and they support each other. And, and you are not fun. clerical or administrative. That was. I'm glad she brought that up. Gosh. You are a member of the police force, in essence. You're not carrying a gun. You're not a sworn officer. Yeah, that's different. But mm -hmm. you are, at least in our jurisdiction, where the ECC is part of the police department, you are part of the team there. You're, you are a first responder just like anybody mm -hmm. else. And that work does not go unnoticed by not just the police officers, but the firefighters and paramedics and who also mm -hmm. rely on them. So And the city at large. Yeah. So check out the website. Come join us. Uh, and that's all we got for today. So thanks again for listening. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us out of your day. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you around City Hall. <laughs>